2: This is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Now here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
0: Let's figure out what we saw on Saturday and Sunday and crown another champion. MVP Monday, Double D. How you doing, buddy?
1: Yeah, yeah, Jenks, congratulations, blah, blah, blah.
0: I'm not saying a word. We exchanged they Penn State had a, they they had a great run. They it did. They had a, a great run. They did. It was a great game. It was a very good game.
1: Yeah, there for a moment, my son was like, I thought they were going to win. I was like, too athletic. The 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 talent overshined the, the non-talent. Texas deserved to win. That was that a hell game. of a game. Yeah, it was. That, that was a was. hell of a game, though. It was. It really was. And yeah. moving on to more. Hell of a games. Uh, our nominee number one, FDU, knocks off number one seed, Purdue. The Knights went off it as a 23-point underdog on Friday night and handed Purdue a 63-58 loss. Sean Moore scored 19 points, and FDU forced Purdue into 16 turnovers in the game. It was the second time in NCAA tournament history a 16-seed had beaten a one-seed going along with UMBC over UVA. Nominee number two, Trey Turner, U.S. Baseball. Turner hit a go-ahead grand slam in the top of the eighth to give the U.S. a 9-7 lead and send them to the semifinals of the WBC. The U.S. had fallen behind Venezuela 7-5 before Turner hit an 0-2 pitch into the left field bleachers. Turner followed it up with two more home runs in the semifinal versus Cuba as the US moves on to the finals with a 14 to 2 win. Nominee number 3, Devonte Davis of Arkansas. 25 points, 8 rebounds in the Razorbacks upset of number 1 seed Kansas, Davis and Arkansas make the Sweet 16 for the third straight year as they knock off number 1 seed for the second year in a row. After beating number one C Gonzaga in 2022, nominee number four, the Ole Miss women's team stunned number one Stanford 54-49, beating the Cardinal on their home floor to advance to the women's Sweet 16. The Rebels were 12 and a half point underdogs and held Stanford to just 33 percent shooting. It's the first time since 2007 Stanford will miss the Sweet 16. So, Chelsea, who is your Monday MVP?
2: Okay, so it's laughable that there are even other nominees here. How do you not pick Fairley Dickinson? Are you kidding me? The glass slipper has been found, and the Cinderella is Fairly Dickinson of this year's tournament. What a team. And I know it was Purdue, and we knew from the start that this team was kind of a fraud, but still, going from the play-in game and a literal David versus Goliath situation, fairly Dickinson, the smallest team in college basketball, going against the Giant himself, Zach Eadie, 7-4. Uh, but it didn't seem to matter because the defense was swarming. This team knew they could do it, uh, and... Highlighted by that one play where Zach Eady just nailed square in the face by the basketball. It literally was David versus Goliath. And who doesn't love that story? So I'm going to go with Fairley Dickinson. And even if your heart is ice cold and you don't care about storylines as a gambler, mm-hmm. Fairley Dickinson, a perfect 3 and 0 against the number in the tournament, covered in every single game, despite losing last game to FAU. So Fairley Dickinson, got to be the MVP Monday.
0: Yeah, what I love about this whole victory is that I thought, man, and I remember we were handicapping this game, and I believe you were on Fairleigh Dickinson as well. And, again, it's easy to say after the fact. But I remember thinking to myself, God, the so simple handicap without looking at the metrics is, hey, Purdue's tall, FDU's short, Boilermaker's in a route. And I looked at the Donkster's cap. And that's exactly what his handicap was. It was Purdue is big, Fairleigh Dickinson is short. And there's so much more that goes into that. But yeah, it's absolutely Fairleigh Dickinson. This is a team, again, that should not have even been in the tournament. They didn't win their conference tournament. The only reason why they were here is because Merrimack is not allowed to join the big dance until they fully make the transition to D1. And I just love, again, that their head coach gave this speech. And I don't think it was – I don't think he was preening for the cameras. I don't think it was something that was necessarily planned for this video to get out. I think he was having an honest conversation with these guys and saying, I really do think we can beat these guys. And this is not me trying to motivate you. A lot of times coaches won't even say they will be like, let's just go out there and give our best effort. No, he really believed, looking at the tape, we can win. They did. You never see this. I mean, we've hardly ever seen it ever in the history of college basketball, only once before an incredible moment. Yeah. I know it's the obvious choice. You got to go with FDU.
1: Is it the obvious choice though? Jenks? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I beg to differ. I'm going with the Princeton men's basketball team who not only took out Arizona, the number two seed, but Mm -hmm. went on to win their next game against Missouri. And now are in the sweet 16 to me. That no. is a bigger achievement. It is a bigger upset to beat Arizona, who was in a lot of people's final fours and some people's national championship bracket. And then they go and beat Missouri convincingly. So my MVP for Monday, mm-hmm. Princeton Tigers.
0: I disagree. I did, I, Princeton was very good this year, like for the Ivy League. FD, if you look at the metrics, I read this that if you look at Fairleigh Dick, and I'm not a big metrics person, but they were like 20 net spots below Cal, and Cal won three games this year. Like, there's no way Fairleigh Dickinson should have been competitive, much less. They're won this the shortest
2: game. team in basketball. That's what I'm the saying. The shortest.
0: Yeah. And also, Princeton, how many games in a row has Princeton won? Like, Princeton's played some really good basketball. I just think that, yes. It's still incredible that Princeton has gotten this far. But if you were going to pick which team can knock off the other, I absolutely would have picked probably Princeton over FDU.
1: Oh, I think Princeton would very easily beat FDU. But that being said, FDU is not in the Sweet 16. Princeton is. We're going with MVPs. Princeton had a better weekend.
2: Well, but think of the NCAA tournament. Who is going to go down in history as the Cinderella of the tournament? It's got to be fairly Dickinson. Like, the storylines are too good. You know, you win against the national player of the year, who is 7-4. So, David, I think you make some good points, but I think the rest of America, their sweetheart is FDU. It's got to be.
1: I And they're all wrong. <laughs> it's Princeton.
0: All right. Okay. By the That's way, does anybody want to make an argument for Trey Turner at all? I thought you were going to jump in and no. say Trey Turner absolutely not
2: no fairly I mean, dickinson are you kidding me like the storylines are too good
0: i don't disagree i'm not like trey turner awesome is a great moment he called it what perhaps the greatest moment one of the greatest moments of his baseball career which is saying something but no i thought someone was going to go down that road i'm with you guys it's fairly dickinson or for double d it's princeton that's what makes the tournament great no love for Devonte davis no love for the old Miss no. women's team. A couple of great moments, no. but no. Clearly, <laughs> one, that's shy. Chelsea's getting visibly angry.
2: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network. The Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.